All right, peeps. Hope you all having a great Thursday. Let me get my glasses off. I don't need to look nerdy. Um, if you're watching on our uh, live on Facebook or YouTube, feel free to drop a comment. Let us know where you're watching from. Feel free to share it. Feel free to subscribe to either one of our channels or both of our channels, YouTube and Facebook. Remember, we do have two shows, um, two podcasts going every week. This is The Real Life, which airs every which airs live on today, Thursdays. And uh, the MP3 format goes up to our podcast, which you can listen on every podcast streaming platform. Uh, so you can subscribe to those as well. And also we have the Advanced Kayak Angler, which is uh, hosted by Dan Perry, where we cover uh, tips and tricks to make your bass fishing experience a whole lot better. So you can also uh, catch those every Wednesday. So today, again, it's our live show and I have uh, some great guests today. Uh, two people that I really appreciate and admire that I've been friends for a few years that we worked together in the Paddle and Finn back when we were both, all three of us Paddle and Finn. That will be Brad Hicks and Matt Souders. They kind of went on their own now. Kind of same thing I did. Uh, and, you know, same thing that I did. No hard feelings to anybody um, in Paddle and Finn. We just wanted, each one of us wanted to kind of branch out and do new things. And I'm really excited about them doing new things because Matt and Brad, you know, they've known each other. I think they're high, you know, like they grew up together. Um, and they, uh, they have this chemistry that it's funny, entertaining, but they were kind of tied into doing product reviews. And now they're kind of doing their own thing where they talk about everything, uh, sports, fishing, life. It really has brought out their personalities where they're not that restricted to certain subjects. And it's really entertaining. If you haven't listened to their podcast, it's called the Catch Podcast. And I'll let you, I'll let the guys fill you in on everything they have going on and where you can listen or watch them and where, what channels you can subscribe. So anyways, without further ado, let's bring the guys here. Start with Brad Hicks and Matt Souders. How are you guys doing? I'm doing well. What's Brad, going on, everybody? How you guys doing? First of all, doing well, Matt. Doing great, man. Doing great. Just uh, living life one day at a time. I appreciate you guys uh, tuning into the show. I know you guys were kind of both rushing from work, and you know I really appreciate it. every every time I have a guest. I know there are probably a ton of other things you need to take care of, or rather be doing other than podcasts. Especially when you're a podcast and you're always doing podcasts. So I really, really appreciate you guys taking the time. Um, to join us, I love so. doing podcasts, man. Oh, yeah, you love, love to today. listen to podcasts too. You're I like do. a podcast geek. I listen to everything, not even what? just fishing <clears throat> out of not fishing podcast related, but any other podcast that you love to listen to. Oh, dude. Uh, well, he, he's on the radio, but Dan Patrick, he's like my inspiration for podcasting. <laughs> that guy is the goat. I love him. Dan Patrick, he used to be the anchor uh, for ESPN, right? Yep. Long time ago. Yep. They blew it with that one. They should have kept him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was just the stupidest thing to do. He's yeah. on Fox Sports Radio now. Yeah. Um. I don't know. ESPN has a, has a way of just kind of like releasing talent, but then finding talent. I remember after that, it was – what's the name of that guy? He had – um. Mike like, like a glass eye. What is his name? Oh. Uh, uh, Scott. I know. Oh, talking. Scott Van Pelt. No, Scott Van Pelt is great, no. by the way. Yeah. Yeah. He's he good. has the evening show now, the late night show. 
Yeah. Which is great for like Scott Van Pelt could be on a late night show on national TV and he'd still be a great host. But the fact yeah. that he stayed on ESPN. But what was his name? Um I don't even know. He had that glass eye. He was Mike and uh, Mike, he died of cancer. Oh, uh, Stuart Scott. Uh, Stuart Scott. Stuart Scott. Scott. Stuart yeah. Scott. He was yeah. awesome. So yeah. once Scott Patrick left, they were, and that, that's probably why they left. Uh, Patrick left because they would they knew they had Stuart Scott coming up. Yeah. Um, and he yeah. did a wonderful job. And then he passed away. Now it's yeah. Mark. Well, Mark Greenberg has the morning show. We used to be. What was their show they used to have? Uh, Mike and Mike in the morning. Mike, that, that was my favorite. That was the best show, show of yes. all time. It was good. Now they're neither one of them are on ESPN anymore. Mike yeah, Greenberg no. is. Is he? Yeah, I he's in the Greenberg morning. left last last year. Yeah, I thought he did. No. Too. Is he? he was. No, he has the uh, the morning show, the Get Up, isn't he? Hmm. I have no idea. I stopped listening to ESPN Radio. I hate them. They're too political. Oh, yeah, they're in the- oh yeah, yeah. He is. He's he's the morning show. He's the morning show. The TV version is not as political as, as the radio version, but still. True. Uh, but anyways, I was listening to a podcast with Dan Levertard and Stooks, and they were talking about, you know, being a and, – and I actually posted it on threads. It's an interesting conversation because he wasn't, like, um, talking negatively about um, – what's his name? Uh, oh, my God. The guy who does uh, – Got his name, oh, Stephen A. Smith. Can't believe oh, okay. that. Yeah. Like he was talking about how Stephen A. Smith and even Dan Leverton says, like, you gotta sell out now. Like the journalism, what it used to be, it's not. It's like, can yeah. you entertain people? And if you can entertain mm-hmm. them, then you can see us a journalism. It's not like, you know, like sixty minutes. Remember that show my mom used to do? My parents used to <laughs> yeah. sixty minutes. <laughs> now it's more like that's boring. You, we want to be yep. entertaining. Yep. And it kind of applies to podcasting as well. Mm-hmm. And it really yeah, applies I mean, to what you guys are doing. Go ahead, Matt. Yeah, I mean, people people are like squirrels. They have the attention span. And I'm not talking just you people who listen. I am also a squirrel. Yeah, all of us. Uh, TikTok like if, is a good example if, of that. It, it, I yeah. mean, it is. You literally watch a 12-second video, and you watch 4,000 of them while you're sitting there. <laughs> but yeah. it just gets to the, the point to where, like, uh, uh, TV shows. I'll start watching a TV show, and if I stop watching it for, like, two days, because me and my wife just binge watch everything. If I stop watching it for two days, I never want to watch it ever again. Like, I just don't <laughs> care anymore. Like, yeah. it has to it, – it, there's no show that's come out in, like, the last five years, and I'm like, I have to see the next episode. It's been off for four months. While, like, on TV, when they have their, like, summer breaks, yeah. it comes back. I don't care. Like you've gone too long. I no longer care. Now I'm interested in a YouTube series that talks about uh, crabs, and I want to watch all these crab videos. What that's type of like, crabs? That's, like, the I, that was an example. <laughs> but now I'm about to like go on the YouTube rabbit hole of crabs. Like oh, it just man. that's what happens. Like the, no, the other day uh, there's a guy on TikTok. Uh, I don't know if you watch TikToks or not, but it, he like it describes uh, animals, and he's like. Today, my favorite animal ever is the cap- capybara. And he talked. So I just watched that. <laughs> like the other day, I watched an hour and a half of his videos. It's stupid. But it, I mean, we're, we're people. We're just we're just squirrels. We're all squirrels. Yeah. Good evening, uh, Albert Rock. So. Yeah, good. A couple of shout outs. People are watching. Jeremy McCormick. Thank you, buddy. Always appreciate you. Good evening, gentlemen. Albert Rock. Albert, thanks for joining as well. Um, so how's it been up there in Ohio, man? Because tell me all about the cool summer that you have. Because honestly, man, <sighs> Texas has been, I haven't gone in the last two weeks. Like to me, it's like I go, 
I go out by 10, it's already 100 degrees and I can't stand it. Yeah. If I don't catch anything by 10, there's no way I'm going to get it on the GoPro because the GoPro is overheated <laughs> by 9 or 10. Like, it, it's crazy hot. How has it been up there in the in the rivers in Ohio? Well, today's 93 degrees, so it was hot here. And That's winter yeah, for us. <laughs> it was hot. <laughs> it was hot. I, I mean, wish I, it was 93. Go ahead. We, we've been averaging – high 80s low 90s maybe yeah, with the with the heat index it, it goes up at the 90s um but me and brad man we're smallmouth fishermen so when it gets that hot it's even worse because those are cold yeah. water fish and they just yeah. it gets above 75 they don't want to move hashtag largemouth suck hey <laughs> <laughs> um, we got that from uh a Chigan. That's their thing, but yeah, I know. Like I mean, it's it. it's one thing to love smallmouth bass over <laughs> any other type of bass. It's another thing to hate on our beloved green <laughs> monsters. Like, come on! Man. Like, I cheap. laugh so much with their latest reel. Maybe it's not the latest reel with Chigan, but the ones they're going uh, office space. Uh, yeah. Oh my god, that was hilarious! Knocking over the, knocking over the. What do you call it? The oh yeah, blocks? the corns. Yeah. Yep. Is that what they call them? Yeah, they're corns, rock stacks. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I hate them. I hate those stacks. I will get out of my boat in fast moving water to go knock them over. Who has Stupid. the time to do that though? I, I will find the time. We do. <laughs> no, like, find I, the I, time I, to stack rocks. That's what I'm saying. Hippies. <laughs> Shout out to nine one five Yak Club from El Paso doing great things over there. I I need to bring the. Uh, tournament director for 915 Jack Club or some of the guys over there talk a little bit about West Coast or Southern uh, Southwest Texas bass fishing. There's some, I think there's some smallmouth bass over there by the Devil's River. I know, remember, yep. Brad, when you were um, when you were in the um, Paddle and Finn, you and I were talking about places where you go, you know, rivers to look for smallmouth bass. And that, I think, was on your bucket list, right? The Devil's River? Yeah, just because I saw a video of John B on YouTube. That's what I was he, gonna say. Yeah, he floated yeah. that river and was catching smallmouth. It's like, oh, that looks cool. That river looks dangerous too, though. But yeah, but yeah. At the same time, Texas I, is like a country. It. Yeah, like you could have largemouth. Like saw, I, like it wouldn't surprise me if you had some like exotic fish no one ever known on the other side of the state. Because doesn't it take like two hours to get through like Dallas or something? Houston somewhere. is Houston is the one that Houston list, yeah, literally it. Houston is. I remember I was picking up a package. I had a friend of mine. Long story short, it was when the hurricane was in Puerto Rico. I had a friend from Puerto Rico that would, had moved here to Houston because there was no electricity. So he wanted to ship a a, a generator to his parents. So we went from Houston Intercontinental Airport. We couldn't send it from there, so we had to go to Houston Hobby. I'm like, all right, it's. The other airport, you know, they usually our cities have two airports, one kind of international, the only one, the other one is regional. It was almost two hours away. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I have, I don't spend time in Houston. I'm like, mm -hmm. two hours away. And if you move, it's like Florida. If you need, if you need to move, you're going to have to pay the toll pass. Otherwise, it becomes a three hour thing. Yeah. Oh, Lord. That would suck. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> So tell us about your podcast. Tell everyone that's watching, listening on our MP3 format when it comes out. Like I said, I love the idea of you guys going on doing your own thing just because I know you guys have been friends. We we were on the group chat in Panel and Finn. I always 
thought you guys were hilarious. I can only imagine with you guys now being like <laughs> untethered, unhinged, doing you your see own us on thing. The river. Oh, yeah, really we've seen bad. a couple of the reels. That it's, it's 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 really bad. That's what means so. With the catch, we'll dive into that in a second. But we, we're doing a YouTube thing, and me and Brad are starting to record a lot more of our river trips. And I can promise you, on this last video, for example, there's an area where it probably like you should. I should be saying something, but he's but not I'm, because I'm good at I'm, editing. But Brad's really good at editing, so I'm not saying anything. But uh, yeah, there's there's some there's some fun stuff on the rivers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, um, Brad, why don't you tell them about our podcast, man? All right, so the catch, me and Matt came up with this idea. It, it, it kind of started off a while ago, actually. And we were like, ah, I want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave Paddle and Finn because I love everybody there. Yeah. So it was a hard decision for me, for me and Matt. But so the catch is a podcast where we talk about anything and everything. We like to talk sports. We like to talk smallmouth, which has been like the biggest topic of our first like four episodes, four or five yeah. episodes. And Matt wants to talk some politics sometimes. I'm just like, I don't really care about doing that, but whatever. <laughs> well, it's very rare, I'll say, because when I first said on our first show, I was like, maybe we'll talk about politics. And we were joking well, around. Somebody messaged me is like, you probably shouldn't just in case it makes people upset. And I was like, hey, man. I really appreciate the advice. And I did like out of, out of my heart, I appreciate yeah. you looking out for me. I also don't care about what other people <laughs> think of me. I just don't. I'm to the point in my life to where like, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I've been there probably longer well, than I should be, but I don't care. <laughs> the, the, the politics talk is more like just digs. Like we throw digs in there and it's yeah. just funny. Yeah. And I think, we, I was kind of went on a tangent on the last episode I did that aired yesterday with, uh, uh, oh my God, I'm so tired from work today that I keep forgetting names. Dan Perry, we, you know, it's sometimes hard when, when you want to express an opinion on something. Like I make it a big effort to, first of all, do the research, find out, you know, is my opinion based on facts? Yeah. Am I wrong? Or am I right? Or where do where does my opinion fall into all this? And second of all, how is my opinion going to affect somebody? Now I'm going to give you my opinion regardless, but I want to make sure I present the way where I'm not, you know, discrediting somebody as much as I don't have to, or insulting somebody or attacking somebody. And yet, people, somewhat not everybody, some most of the people kind of understand, and they may not agree with you, but they say, okay, we understand your point of view, and that's what I want. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of people get like too sensitive about it. it's like it's okay to express your opinion i mean if you're going out there calling people names that's a different thing you know yeah that's not really an opinion that's being a jerk yeah they're yeah, being a jerk being versus just you know and it's it's a challenge we you know when paddle and finn we you experience it we all experience it like sometimes they're like eh, let me just forget about this and not talk about it but it's what are you, the biggest challenges now that you've not not in paddle and finn like you're not in this structure you're by yourselves and you're free to do whatever you want what's been the biggest challenge and what's been the most gratifying thing about it hmm. i'd say that the biggest challenge is just staying on schedule and finding guests yeah. Which, yeah. which you know can be pretty hard and like doing pat on fan and stuff it was hard back then too but it seems like it's a little bit tougher now 
because we're trying to branch out to bass boat guys too. We want to talk to them about sports and stuff. So it's hard to get those guys to reply back. I did get a reply back from the Bassmaster Classic champion this year, so he will be on the show later this year. Nice. There you go. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Or maybe I did. I don't know if you told to me. I've been I don't know if you told me or not. I probably just forgot. <laughs> uh, Jeff Gustafson. Yeah. Oh, maybe you did tell me. I don't know. I don't know. Who cares? But, but uh, <laughs> we want to talk to him. Why not? It'd yeah. It's it's kind of what like Brad said. It's not even it, it was since we branched off from the final cast where we did all product reviews and stuff. Like we can kind of have a plan. Hey, this week we want to talk about this, especially like right now. This is our bread and butter when we were on that show. Now I was only there for a year, but in that year, it's it was easier to get guests around this time because everyone's releasing new stuff. They want to talk about it. Uh, X, Y, and Z with this. It's who do we want to talk to next week? Okay, cool. We're talking to them, but we really want to talk to them too. And then it's 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 kind of not necessarily just getting guests. It's getting like a game plan on what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, it's just, we're not well, just focused on products. We can talk about whatever we want, and we typically yeah. talk about whatever we want. But <laughs> next week episode proves that, too. Which, if you guys listen to next week episode, take it with a grain of salt. It's kind of, like, off the wall. Yeah, it's so, it's 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 not off the wall. It's through the wall. Yeah, it, 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 but it's funny, so whatever. It is. Care. What is going to be, okay, give us a little glimpse of what is it going to be around centered around with it's a bunch everything. of stuff it's a it's 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 like a uh what's that what's that sport i i don't mean to offend anybody that old people play in the movies they're like in the ymca and they're racquetball it's like racquetball the ball is the topic and it's just here 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 it's like it was all, I, the one that is a little like a little cone remember that it, it could yeah. be yeah it could be that like whatever whatever ball consistently moves in an erratic direction that's what it is. And I could barely keep up with it. Like I, at one point, I think during the show, you'll see, I look like confused. Cause I don't know what to say, Yeah, Like, I'm <laughs> but it's, it's a good show. And it's, it's like Brad said, take with a grain of salt. I mean, it's mostly just to be funny. So, but I'm sure someone will say something. Yeah. Brad, let me ask you this. Cause I know like for me, you probably of all the ones that have been in paddle and fin, you were probably by the time you left, you were probably the, the one with the most seniority, right? Like you, Jay, there was Bre Brian, Jay, and then there was you, right? Yeah. And then everybody else came after you, right? At that point when you left. I remember for me leaving Paddle and Finn, like, man, like it took me like, it was a decision that it took me, like I kept pushing off and making that decision because I re really did not want to leave anybody. To me, it was like in the family. Um, And I can't tell you the most deepest love and appreciation that I have for Brian. And I really felt like I was letting him down, but I finally at the end of it, this is just like I have, you know, I'm leaving. I feel that. Yeah. And it I, I had literally like a like what do you call it? I, I hate doing podcasts in the evening because I'm so tired. Like a lump in the throat <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Like I almost like my eyes were like watery. What was it for you when you decided when you before you talked to Brian or when you actually made the decision, okay, I'm we're doing this. Like how I felt? Yeah. Before. Oh, dude. Me and Matt went back and forth, back and forth for almost the whole year about it. And I was just like, dude, I don't know. All right, let's do it. I don't know, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it was, exactly. It was literally like that for five or six months. And I then finally, yeah, we pulled I mean, the trigger. 
it, it was kind of like just ripping a band-aid off because I like yeah. I text Matt one day. I'm t- I'm messaging Brian and he was just like, Oh, okay. Well, yeah, so we had talked about it a week. It, it wasn't even a week, it was like four days before. We were both gonna do it at the same time as in the evening. I wasn't working, Brad wasn't working. You know, we never thought for a second Brian would like take it the wrong way, but I wanted to be available for a conversation. So Brad's yeah. like, Hey, I'm gonna text Brian. And it's like 745 in the morning. I'm almost to work. And I run a retail store. So like it was on a Monday. It's like the busiest day of the week. So I got to fix everything from the week before. It was a payroll day. So I was like, I'm not going to be able to look at my phone for like five hours. So I was like, oh, uh, okay. And I didn't want to push it off or anything for the simple fact that we're, it's kind of like what Brad said is we kept going back and forth with it and then ripping the bandit off is a perfect analogy because once i mean we just did it brian obviously was cool with it he understood and you know it's paddle and finn like you said it's a family i was i was thinking i'm other than Gerald there now i was like the youngest yeah yeah and not not age but like how long i've been there yeah. but it still felt like a family i've even said it in the group messages like i'm really happy i'm part of this you know blah 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 so it sucked but like Brad said, once we ripped the bandaid off and we were like, okay, the catch is going to be a thing. It just, we immediately hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. Like it was within a couple of days we had Brad became the freaking editing guru that I didn't know he could do any of this stuff. Uh, yeah. I've had previous experience doing it. So, well, and that's the thing when we were in paddle and fin, I know Brian liked to have a lot of creative control. And you remember me and Brad a lot of times just calling Brad, hey, you need help with anything, you help with nothing. And, you know, Brian was understandable because it, this is his baby. He just was very um, wanted to be in control of those things and all that. So there was some things that, like, I'm probably Brad. Brad, you used to host the Jack Legion, right? Yeah, that was way back in the day, like 2019. Wow, I actually that- start, I started that with my buddy, Zach Carell. So who's is this still going on? It was still going on with on Paddle and Finn. Is it still going? I haven't heard he, it in a long he, while. He wasn't on Paddle and Finn. He's still doing his own thing. He don't release episodes very often, but he did come out with a iCast episode mm-hmm. last week. Exactly, like a few minutes long. Yeah, yeah. I I, I remember that. So it's kind of like similar roads you and I in the sense that we both started creating uh, content and all that. Then we came Paddle and Finn. And now we're going back to what we used to doing. Um, how much do you miss not not necessarily doing a podcast panel and Finn, obviously, and not doing the uh, product reviews, but just being like not being in that family in in this in in that sense, like you're not being part of Paddle and Finn. I, I think about it all the time. Still, I'm yeah. like, I wonder what I wonder what they're laughing about in the group chat today because we yeah. had a crazy group chat with Paddle and Finn. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, I thought about that today. It was weird. It's weird that you asked that. So it was earlier today. And uh, Brad will attest to this. I got the memory of like, I don't know. A guppy? It, it's a guppy. It's a guppy memory. <laughs> it's like, have you ever seen that video on like that meme <laughs> where it's like the guy catches the bass and like it has no upper lip. It's like, you guys want to go fishing? I have the memory of that fish. You just said that on your podcast today. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Analogy. <laughs> uh, I, I love that meme, by the way. I have it saved on my phone and I look at it when I'm sad. Uh, but, but I was, I was sitting at my desk at work and I got all my stuff done and I had somebody call off cause they were sick. So I worked a double and I was looking at my phone or I had my phone like this and I was like, I wonder, 
I haven't got any paddle and fin message today. And I, and I looked at my phone and I saw my background, which is our logo. And I was like, Oh, that's why Yeah, we're not, I'm not in it anymore. <laughs> and like, I got, I got like legitimately sad. So yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I like Brad, I think about that like every day, yeah. like just every single day. It was funny. It, it was like, a, it was a group chat, professional group chat, but then you'd get memes like nonstop yeah. sometimes. Professional group chat. <laughs> I, don't, yeah, I don't know where you got professional, but it was fine. It was fun. Yeah. Um, I, to me, uh, you know, when I saw Jimmy um, and Brian on iCast, like I, both of them, I just give you know, a big hug, especially Brian. They're like, to me, it's funny because we've only seen each other like two or three times. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I still feel like Brian, like Brian, is like a big brother to me. Yeah. Um, he's just a great dude. Such a hard worker. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's so, you know, Brian is, you know, he's the best example of like, if you want to have success, you just put your head down and do the work and just yep. work hard and work hard and whatever you want to do, you, you'll accomplish. And, and I mean, Brian is like, you can't find enough adjective to, kind of complimenting on um oh, and yeah. you know before yeah. i get choked up uh let's send just something <laughs> we love you brian <laughs> but yeah and um how is how many episodes have you guys recorded already or that have been released five i think it's five um i've got it pulled up so i look at the spotify podcasters app like every hour i do the same thing <laughs> and it's mostly it's it has nothing to do with like seeing plays and stuff like brad i mean i like seeing them Brad likes to see the play or see the you know the plays and what our audience size is. I like just going to audience and seeing where people are listening to us around the world. Mm-hmm. And if somehow the gentleman or lady from Tanzania is listening to us, <laughs> I don't that's think that's awesome. To that one. <laughs> I mean, I'm just is saying that how like, you pronounce it. I thought it was Tanzania. <laughs> um, now you got me thinking. It's I don't. Tanzania, I think it's Tanzania. Goofer. I don't know. <laughs> Tanzania, I hate you. Tanzania, uh, <laughs> no, Tanzania. Uh, but yeah, now, no, that's, now I, this show is going to be canceling Tanzania. <laughs> I love Tanzania, <laughs> just because one person listens to our show there. No, we have uh, five episodes that have released, and the sixth is in the pipe. Are you using spot? Not Spotify. Well, now it's Spotify. It used to be Anchor. I guess it's yep. Spotify. Mm-hmm. That's the same one you guys are using. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> what is it? What is it on the nucleus for those that haven't heard it on the nucleus? What is the catch podcast? And it's very uh, cool. And all at its core, it's just two dudes talking. Small mouth just, mostly. Just mostly small mouth and whatever else crawls out of my mouth. Because that's <laughs> typically like I go down rabbit holes all the time and I Brad thinks it's funny. I think I should shut up as I'm talking half the time. But no, it's just two guys just talking about whatever, kind of whatever they're wanting to talk about or small mouth. It's just small mouth. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if this is in an appropriate question. And I don't, and if it is, I don't mean to offend you, but I don't think you're offended by this because I know you respect the hell out of this, guys. But do you ever um, feel or worry about being kind of like copy or copying too much? What the guy Shrinko and the Smalley pod Smalley podcast name Smalley talk Smalley Small, talk because I know it's kind of like a similar vibe if that's the I, word they both have different personalities of course yeah but it's not like a similar vibe do you feel worried about like I don't want to be too much like I know Brad from from you, you and Paddle and Finn you really admire Shrinko and what the guys mm-hmm. were doing right 
Yeah, they're my favorite podcast. So I do, I do take a little bit, little bit of inspiration from them. I think there's like a few different episodes or a few different podcasts out there that I take inspiration from. They're definitely one of them. But we try to separate from them. He does a lot of tournament talk and stuff like that. It talks about smallmouth and t- just like off the wall stuff, which is what we do too. But we're gonna try to focus on more than that we're going to talk sports we're going to talk products you know we just did the iCast episode that's not something they do so yeah i mean but it's, it's they inspire it, me yeah oh for sure i mean it would be you know, i love small talk too it'd be it'd be a, a lie to say that they don't but at the same time how i look at inspiration some people say oh well you're you're copying how xyz a lot of times it's not copying. It's just like Brad said, we're in, it's an inspiration. We like them. We listen to them and we have similar just from, we've had Shranko on a couple different shows and just from having him on the shows. I mean, we have similar personalities. I love that like, dude. Like <laughs> yeah, I tell you, funny. right. If, if our backstage before the show ever aired, it would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> Cause we all, we're all just in all honesty, how I like to say all the time. Like I've said this about me and Brad our whole lives, whether when we were like eight years old or now, we're stupid and it's great because it's hilarious. Like we're intelligent, but Matt's we just act dumb. pretty much. That's exactly <laughs> how it is. And Shranko is just like that. So like, I, I, yeah, I'm going to take inspiration from the dude, but it's mostly just because my brain probably works the same way his does in certain aspects. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> yeah, no, their, their podcast is with, I've tried to get Shranko on the podcast, uh, both of them, but uh, I've got the name of the, of his co-host. Chris Vaughn. Chris. Um, but I really haven't been able to kind of like work it where we uh, kind of synchronize. Uh, one of my favorite ones they did was the one with uh, Travis Van Newman after he won the oh, BBOS. Yeah. That was yeah. a good episode they did. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was kind of off the off the wall for them a little bit because they don't really talk tournaments like that. Yeah. So when they saw that a, a guy won the Hobie on a uh, Beaver Chapo. Yeah, they're like, oh, we gotta get this guy on the episode, catching yeah. smallmouth. The it, Travis Van Newman winning that tournament was epic. The way, at least, you know, the way he kind of conveyed how everything Flips happened. His kayak. He's the, my, my favorite part. Like he was watching those like uh, small waves coming in, and the, he could actually see the bat, the yeah. smallmouth bass in the waves, kind of like where you see like surfing videos where you see the, the dolphin or the shark inside the wave. Oh, I guess yeah. the way he described it, maybe it's not, but that's how I'm imagining it. Maybe it wasn't like that, but that's what I got. But yeah, it's, it's really a good episode and, and a good podcast in itself. What are you, what are your goals with the podcast? Like, where do you want to take it? Not just podcasts. Cause I know you're doing the social media. So is this something that you just guys are happy where you are or is there any, you know, ambition to for this to become your nine to five kind of thing, you know, your main source of income, or you just like winging it in and seeing what happens. Yeah. Uh, well, I talked first last time, Brad, you talked this time. I don't know if we've talked about the end goal or not. So we I really haven't. don't know. <laughs> this is, this is all I'll say. Compla- complacency kills. Yeah. I'll never, I'll, no matter what I do in life, I'll never be complacent. Um, to where I'm just going to be content. That sounds weird, but I'm never content uh, because if I'm content, I'll get super lazy and never want to do anything else. Yeah. So t- would it be awesome if this became my nine to five? Yes. For the simple fact is I could fish more. 
that would be great and we could go fish in different places and do all that yeah it'd be it would be really cool but i i kind of think our our end goal is it's still evolving it's becoming whatever yeah. it's gonna be like we're so we've only got five episodes out we've only been doing this for on our own show for what two months now two yeah. and a half something i don't something know like that so i don't know i mean i know we're both happy doing the social media thing we're both happy doing the podcast where it's at now if it gets bigger awesome but well you know, our, our youtube so we, we we started doing youtube videos when we're floating down the river yeah mm-hmm. that is more to attract people to drive traffic to the podcast more yeah. than anything because yeah. everybody i've talked to about youtube they're not you don't make money you don't unless you're getting thousands hundred thousands of views or something you're not making that much money on it so it's not worth it yeah and it's hard to stand out right now and i see one of the things that i've noticed like you know brandon mace which i reference a lot on my podcast the guy's like seven feet tall um he does great content like he is he's obsessed with quality and his videos are amazing i think you know it's like kind of like john b in the sense of the quality of it to Mm -hmm. me whether you whatever you think about john's b personality and that millennial kind of vibe whatever i don't hate him i don't care maybe it's not what i relate to but the the quality of his videos like the editing the sound editing everything is like top notch like mm-hmm. honestly as far as youtube content goes related to fishing he's probably the best out there and i see brandon mace doing that kind of same even some of his videos are even better but nowadays you don't get the views like that you would think you would you see those videos i'm like man that should get like hundred thousands of views and it's like oh maybe a thousand and i think now people it's interesting because i think if you want to stand out that way, it I, I don't know how you do it. But what I've noticed is the videos, for example, Christine Fisher. And again, she's a tall, uh, blonde woman. So I'm assuming there's a lot of guys that may be attracted to that part of it. But I think uh, Fluke Master comes to mind and he's not tall, blonde woman. <laughs> But it's videos of instructional, like teaching. Like, yeah. you know, I watch Christine Fisher's videos to see how she won a tournament to find out how she's doing and how she's winning. People watch, same reason why I watch Fluke Master, you know, those teaching videos. And one thing that Fluke mentioned on my podcast is like the longevity of those videos because people will go back and watch them. Yeah. You put a video 10 years ago, how to use a Ned rig, people are still going to go and watch them. Or new people are still going to go to that video like newcomers to the sport because it's not about being an entertainer. It's about being learning and people are more motivated to watch a video if they're going to learn something. So yeah. it's interesting oh, how sure. that works out in the growth of YouTube in that way. I I think in all honesty, so YouTube back in the day was uh, there's nothing on TV and I didn't want to, I wanted to watch YouTube because there's no fishing stuff on TV. Yep. Like if you didn't have like a package to where you're getting MLF or something, <laughs> And you'd get lucky and see, you know, a tournament on ESPN at 1030 at night. Uh, You go to YouTube to watch fishing content. Mm -hmm. Now, with your, you know, comments on, you know, these videos are so well edited and stuff. Even John B's videos, which I agree, I think is editing some of the best, if not the best in the fishing side of YouTube. He has somebody Uh, doing it for him, doesn't he? 
he has someone who edits for him. But yeah. if you look at before, um, before, uh, if you look at before streaming became a thing to where I could go on Hulu, I grew up in the 90s and the early 2000s. King of the Hill is like my crutch. I love that show. <laughs> that show so I love it so much, dude. I if I could move the one he gets humped by the dolphin, I think it's my favorite. Oh my god, that is so hilarious. hilarious. That's hilarious. But I can go watch that whenever I want now. Like that's what I'm getting at. Like I can watch that if I don't feel like watching that. I can watch me and my wife are re-watching Walking Dead, or I can go on Max HBO and watch movies. I can watch everything. So I'm not as inclined to go back to YouTube. And I think that's kind of what kind of hurt YouTube was. There's so much to watch now. <clears throat> the aspect of going back to YouTube to see something different you can't watch on TV is kind of gone. Yeah, I don't, to me, I've gone, this, I don't know why, but now if I'm not binge watching a show, then I'm watching YouTube. And a lot of it is like, you know, I I love movies. I, I'm a big movie buff got fan, you know, so I like to, like, who's doing great editing, who's doing great acting, all that. I'm a big fan of the movies. Um, so I watch a lot of like Cinefix. They break down scenes and why this scene is great and why this movie is awesome, blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. and a lot of stuff. I, 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 I barely watch TV unless it's a show that I'm now binge watching. But other yeah. than that, I'm just watching YouTube to see different things. Like, you know, if I want to see the highlights of Sports Center, I'll go to YouTube. The highlights of a uh, of any of the shows in sports and I just go to YouTube because now I don't have to wait till like, Oh, it's 6 PM. It's, you know, this is now when the shower comes out and I can watch it at any time. Yep. But yeah. What about you, Brad? No, I don't watch much YouTube at all. I'll, we binge watch the office like most of our time. That's it. (laughs) Like seriously, I've I've seen that whole series like 28 times. (laughs) It is funny. So what are you? It's, and, it's so you awkward. Just, yeah. It, some of the episodes are like, nah, this is too awkward. But other ones are just hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> well, Matt, what is your what is your favorite shows to binge watch? Uh, to binge watch? So I've kind of fallen back into the same um, routine, I guess, that you are. I, there's not a whole lot to binge watch that I'm watching right now. But I'll binge watch King of the Hill. I've probably seen that 47 times. I used to watch The Office, Parks and Rec. I'll binge watch those. Yeah. Um, just hilarious shows. I love the awkwardness because I love people. Ma- I love making people awkward in real life. <laughs> so I love it when I'm seeing it on TV. It's great. But I'm kind of I'm trying to think right now if there's anything I'm watching. Like when The Mandalorian came out, I binge watched the crap out of that. Uh but that's really I like Star Wars, so I watch that stuff all the time. Got the Mando <laughs> helmet. Uh I love it. But nerd. I uh, shut up, loser. <laughs> but uh yeah, I'm kind of in the same thing to where I'm not if I'm not watching a TV show, I'm probably playing Xbox or PlayStation or something. Like I'll either play MLB the show a lot, or I'll play a game called Hell Let Loose, which is like a World War II simulator kind of thing which is terrifying if you haven't played that game and you like first person shooters 
play that game hmm. because it's terrifying. <laughs> it's not it's not supposed to be scary, but when you're running down a hedgerow and Artie goes off, you get scared. It's just a scary <laughs> game. It's awesome. I love it. So yeah, that's what I do when I'm not working. It's pretty much that's that. Funny. Or if if I've got time to watch TV, this is how I look at it. If I got time to watch TV during the day, I have time to go fish. I'll just go fish. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yep. What what has been some of your favorite spots that you, if you can't say it, of course, because I know everybody keeps their spots, you know, hidden. But uh what has been your favorite spots in Ohio to hit up? You're both from Ohio, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah live- we live 20 minutes away from each other. Cool. So what places uh, you like to hit up and what's most attractive about those places? So Brad doesn't want me to talk about this, but there's this little lake up. No, I'm just kidding, Brad. I'm not kidding. I was going to do the same thing. <laughs> Uh, so I'm not going to give any specifics to this spot at all, other than I'll talk about it. Oh, dude, this place is awesome. It's a body of water, so we're there. Um, <laughs> thanks. It's in, thanks, in the Captain state of Obvious. Ohio. <laughs> yeah, it's in the state of Ohio. It's like 60 feet deep, and it has some of the best smallmouth and largemouth outside of a. Ri- it's got some of the best largemouth in anywhere in the state, in my opinion. Biggest largemouth I've ever seen in person in Ohio. <sighs> really, Just, my buddy Justin caught. 22 inch seven pounder oh my lord it was huge oh it was so awesome um it's a tuesday for us here in texas i know (laughs) yeah well we're not in texas you're like we're in ohio you catch like a four pounder here in ohio you're doing good (laughs) like you catch five fish here in ohio you're doing good yeah (laughs) i mean let's be honest catch a limit here it's not easy but uh but no, other than that, I mean, we hit, I'll talk about the great Miami because you, there's like 37 apps that show every stretch we fish now. So I won't talk about spots, but there's a couple spots on the great Miami river that we love to hit up. We know there's big fish there depending on the time of year. And it's just, it's, it's nice to have those spots where you can go out and throw a jerk bait once it starts getting a little colder. And then you, uh, smoke back to back to back fish and you double up with the dude who's with you and you get this sweet picture yeah we've which, done that a couple times i know <laughs> this is pretty much the same spot a couple times <laughs> but uh but yeah i mean the great miami is awesome it's an it's the best in my i would say it's the best smallmouth fishery and that's what odnr says inland ohio like yeah. i'm not counting lake erie i unlike brad i think that's part of ohio because it's part of ohio he can say it's not but Inland Ohio, the Great Miami has the best smallmouth that you can find anywhere. There's tons of different, you know, you could fish in downtown Dayton one day and have a city around you. And the next day you can go 20 miles north and be in the middle of the woods when you're fishing. It's it's just an awesome fishery to be at. And when he says 20 miles north, like you're looking at bluff walls on the river and caves in the bluff walls. And yeah, looks like a scene from an Indian movie. It's crazy. You know, and the funny part about it is you just mentioned you're going to Lake Erie. I'm going, to, I'm going to meet up with uh, Andrew uh, from the co-host for Serious Angler. I actually have hmm. a two-day oh, yeah. book with him. And I'm thinking, I'm going to fly to Buffalo to kind of upstate New York. And, and I'm hearing you say Lake Erie. It's part of Ohio. I'm like, that's yes. crazy how big the Great Lakes are. Like, yep. Ohio, I'm in, gonna be in the same body of water that you guys, that you fish out of. It's That's terrifying. Crazy. Have you ever been on a Great Lake? No. No, you if know you what? S- I went well, a long time ago, but I don't think that's a Great Lakes. Well, I saw Niagara Falls, so maybe, but I haven't been on the lake. I did go to Southern Island. I think that's the St. Lawrence River. Uh, I took a tour. Yes. 
when I went to Niagara, I took a tour. I was with my girlfriend and their family, and they were doing the whole touristy thing. So yeah. we went. We took like a little small tour cruise through the through the Southern Island, which I thought was amazing. It was yeah. beautiful. It was in summer. So when you throw I a flicker shot out the back and you just troll, but uh, <laughs> but no, uh, uh, if you've never been on a Great Lake, I I don't I haven't been up in years. And uh, last time I was on it, I has is me and my buddy. We were like twenty or twenty one years old. We went up there, so that's been ten years ago. And we were on his boat. If you see a storm coming in, now granted you're going out with somebody who's been on it all the time, so no. he knows. But if you see a storm, just leave. Yeah. because it'll it'll kill you it's terrifying especially on a bass boat oh it sucks but no that fishery is awesome like you're gonna catch some hogs tie a drop shot on and be ready so they're gonna smoke it yeah i think lake lake michigan is that the bigger of the great lakes i think superior is the biggest superior is the biggest yeah. i think i think speaking That's about right next to minnesota i think right yeah going for a circle i think i remember uh John B's video on him fishing for like salmon up in uh, in Lake Michigan by oh, a yeah. lighthouse or something. Yep. I remember I was like, man, those it's crazy how big those lakes are. Like, you're not, oh, yeah, you're not. I like the concept of here in Texas, the concept of you're in a lake and you not, cannot see past the horizon. Mm-hmm. Like, the horizon is still a lake, like the ocean. That's crazy. Yep. Yeah. I, I was up on Lake Erie once, and every direction you looked, you couldn't see any land at all. It was nuts. Can you? So I imagine, like, you ever go out and do, like, oh, let's watch the sun. Because we think about, oh, watching the sunset in the United States. Oh, you got to go to California, the West Coast. But you can actually watch the sunset. Like, yeah. if you're, like, from the mm-hmm. – especially if you're on the east side of any of those lakes. Yeah. Me, me and Matt actually watched the sunset together holding hands on a boat once. Naked. I knew I knew it was gonna go there. I, as soon as I started saying that, I was like, I know where this is gonna go. <laughs> Every night. What? Um but yeah, no, those lakes are they hold great fish. And I don't know if you know who Chuck Earls is. We had it, we had him on the final cast talk about some winter stuff. The dude's a psycho. Uh Chuck, I, I, if, if you hear this, I love you still. Nobody listens it's, to this it's, crap. It's, man. Uh, somebody so will. And somebody my will. Mom, Chuck. She'll comment. Well, maybe, maybe your mom will send it to Chuck. Okay. <laughs> and uh, he, uh, he goes out in those lakes oh, in funny. the middle of like December. And it's just, you see his boat just getting like thrown like a rag doll. That terrifies me. Like I'm yeah. comfortable in a kayak. Me and Brad have been like when we were down at Dale Hollow, we got waked by like thirty thousand boats ten feet away from us, and it it is what it is because we were on a part of the lake that was a part of a MLF tournament. We were getting waked every time, and we were the wind was terrible that day, and a bunch of stuff. But that's just a different ball game. I just I don't know. I don't know how people do it comfortably. I remember I was watching a video a long time ago about some idiots because that's the only way I can word I can think of that would do. Like surfing in winter up in like Cleveland, yeah, and there was like sewer sewer water coming out. Like it's Cleveland, uh, yeah. I was like, God, is the armpit of Ohio? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Over the Cleveland bad? Browns, let's go. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> about sports, you guys are huge sports fans. I know you talk about it on your podcast. Yep, Matt, you're a Cleveland Browns fan, right? 
I am, unfortunately. I have been my whole life, and I will until I die. <laughs> Got my terrible towel here and my Pittsburgh Pirates hat on. It is terrible. <laughs> why Why are you a fan of, like, Pittsburgh, that's Pennsylvania, if I'm not – I mean, I, I'm, I know I'm bad at geography, geographically, yeah. but I'm not that bad, right? What, yeah, why do you pick – did you used to live in Pennsylvania or Pittsburgh? No. So I grew up in between Columbus and Dayton. Uh-huh. So you're you're basically in the middle of four teams. You can pick between. Why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I also hate Ohio. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but no. Yeah. I mean, I guess your logic is sound, but you're still wrong. So. <laughs> no, my, my mom and dad were both Steelers fans growing up, so they brainwashed me. Kind of like me. My dad's a Browns fan, and. Here I am hating every football season. <laughs> it, it's been bad for a while now. I'm not going to lie. Even with the yeah. Manziel. Who was the guy they drafted afterwards? I thought he did pretty good. And then all of a sudden. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Didn't he do pretty good? Like I don't think he did season? bad. I wish. I, I, I still wish to this day and I'll fight it. I wish they wouldn't have got rid of him. Yeah. I think he could have. I think he was coming into his own in that program. Yeah. I mean, he got us to our, like one of our first playoff games in forever. Mm-hmm. Um. I think he just needed more time, but almost beat the Chiefs too in the playoffs. Yeah, I know it's the Browns. They're just like the Cincinnati Reds. I promise next season, uh, uh, De-, De La Cruz he'll be gone. Uh, um, they'll probably finally trade Joey Votto. All their rookies that are playing good, they'll trade them away because Ohio teams so. are stupid. They're just all dumb. Except the Bengals have kind of changed that because they're not trading away all their talent. Well, they, but typically, they just got Ohio. Lucky. I agree, but typically, uh, <laughs> Ohio Burrows teams... is his, uh, quarterback, right? Yeah, Joe Burrow. Yeah, Burrow. Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow. Joe Burrow. Yeah, Joe Burrow. Cool dude. Like yeah, he he's a good quarterback, but yeah. I hate the Bengals. Hope Cincinnati gets imploded. Do you think, like, since you're a Browns fan, I I think I read somewhere that the Browns are hurt somewhere, that the Browns are the only NFL team that is publicly owned, like. Is that true or something like know. that? No, I don't think so. You I don't sure? think it's the Browns. No, I'm not Somebody sure, told but... me that. Somebody researched it. The uh, but, uh, Commanders but... got sold today. I don't know if you guys saw that or not. Washington. Oh, did they? To who? Yeah. Washington? Uh, jo- oh, what was that guy's name? It- it's a group of people that bought the Washington <laughs> Commanders. But NFL approved hmm. their sale today. <clears throat> yeah, I was about to say Haslam still owns the Browns. Yeah, it's not a publicly... Public owned what team. was it? A t- I thought there was one NFL team that was. Uh, I thought it was the Eagles. Com- it might be. Eagles. Who knows? But do you think it's like I know, like for for football? Oh, it's the Packers. It- it's the Packers. Yeah, oh, the I knew Packers. that. The Cheeseheads. Yeah. yeah, they're publicly yeah. owned. I hate the Cheese. Well, I don't hate the Cheeseheads <laughs> fans. I just I'm a Bears fan. Oh, don't get yeah. me don't oh, get me started that on that uh, Trubisky. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, really you know does. what? I don't hate Aaron Rodgers because I really disliked who was before, which I thought he was Brett overrated. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Yeah. And just the fact oh, that overrated. Aaron Rodgers' start race to stardom just completely ruined the end of the career for like think about it nothing good has happened to brett Favre since he left i know like, he lost like he was 
the Iron he's a Man scummy of person. football. Oh, he's a, he was a scummy person off the field when he was the yeah. Iron Man of football too. He's just yeah. a bad person. Yeah, he but was. on the on the field, I'm not gonna. I will not publicly say that Brett Favre was overrated. I think he was. He was just the a dude, gunslinger. Yeah. A gunslinger. He was a rocket slinger. The dude broke yeah. wide receivers' fingers. I <laughs> routinely. Did, I did respect the game he played after his father died, and I think he went like. 300 yards like yeah, three or four touchdowns that Let game was that epic game. I, I i respected him for that 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 is that's legendary but just the way his career ended was like you know there was a sexual scandal then there was like the iron man being taken out with like a broken jaw on a card holding a towel to his face mm-hmm. to hold the blood it was like this is falling and since then he's now involved in some like scamming scandal yeah. or something like the money thing i don't know what it is exactly but it's yeah. crazy yeah man he's uh he hasn't had a great life after football but it's it's what i tell about every single other than michael jordan come back to the nfl or nba i can't think of someone who left the game for an extended period of time and came back even if a season and came back and we're good yeah no no. Once, you, especially with if Favre would have just stayed away, he would have been remembered as one of the greats, which he yeah. still is a great. But now yeah. it's the great who sends his Willie and a text message to people, like it's just weird. <laughs> yeah. So no, it's, it's bad. Um, and I think Aaron Rodgers is. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to say because I don't. I have nothing against his political views and all that, but I also understand when you're that guy that you know that stardom whether you like it or not, you're kind of like in a nutshell and everything that you do say, it's going to be magnified. And yep. I think he just went like, he said like, you know, I don't care. Kind of like went all Matt Souders on it, but for yeah. him yeah. being that personality is kind of like, yeah, that usually doesn't work out when you're that big of a personality and take that route. And I think he's kind of like yeah. trending in that same thing as Brett Favre, like the end of his career is n- not the one the way you want to see it go, especially yeah. with talent like that. Oh yep. yeah, I agree I, with that. He's I thought he's gonna turn it into a hippie. Yeah, he, and he's <laughs> he. I thought he was gonna win like three or four Super Bowls before. Yeah, he I died. did too. Yeah, he still could. Hey, but I mean, I, no, he's on the Jets. He's not gonna win anything. Yeah, they were close to the playoffs last year. Yeah, the Browns have been close to the playoffs a couple of times, and yeah. everyone still says they're not going to the playoffs. So, yeah, but they got, they got a pretty young team and a well, really good defense. That's true. So, are you? I have to ask: Are you all like Tom Brady haters? Like, do you hate Tom Brady or do you Man. admire his? I don't hate him. I think he's one of. The, I think he's one of, if not the best quarterback of all time. Yeah, absolutely. I agree I, with that. What he did with. Um, the uh the Buccaneers. Buccaneers. Buccaneers without a preseason due to COVID. Yep. No preseason. And finding his way and just taking them a team that was nothing the year before. Not nothing, but they weren't nearly as good. Yeah. And then they just when you look at what Patrick Mahomes did before and then what Patrick Mahomes did after Tom Brady retired in the Super Bowl. And you think like dude, they did that to Tom Brady uh, to Patrick Mahomes on that game where it was like no, I thought it was like, oh, it's going to be kind of like with, with the Eagles. You know, when they lost to the Eagles with, uh, I forgot the name of that backup quarterback. Well, it was like oh, whoever Nichols. has the ball last. Yeah. Yeah. Nick's going to win. It's going to be like a 51 to 50 score. Yeah. And it's like, 
Oh no, they completely destroyed. They went like the Ravens back in the days. It's like 30, 31 to 10 on that Super Bowl. Oh, it was, it was, I stopped watching it like the third quarter. I was like, this is boring. I'm not going to watch this game anymore. But I was, I was that guy back in the day who hated Tom Brady. I was like, the only reason he's good is because he has the Maytag refrigerators in front of him. Like these dudes weigh, they're some big, it was the (laughs) biggest offensive line in the NFL. It's like, well, obviously, if the guy weighs 500 pounds, they're not going to get through him. And then he, huh? Will Ford, what's his name? The, uh, Anyways, go ahead. Maybe. But then he went to the Bucks and did the same thing. And I was like, all right, I can't, like, hate on this dude anymore. Yeah. He didn't have a preseason. He just came out. I think his first first game or two was Rocky. And then he just snapped in. And it was like, yeah, he's the greatest of all time because he just did that. Yeah. Like, yeah. just, I don't know. Well, guys, we're running into about an hour. So I really appreciate the time. I know you guys are both hungry and tired for more. And I really value and appreciate what you guys uh, taking the time again to join the podcast. I love what you guys are doing. Uh, I want you to talk a little bit about, before you leave, about your sponsors, but I am really interested in Dark Horse Taco. I couldn't use That was horrible right how, that went, yeah, how it rolled out of my mouth right away. <laughs> uh, but I, you guys have gotten, like, you know, when I started bass fishing, I kind of got into, like, the monthly box, and I was like, I'm never going back to that. But I hear you guys talk about Dark Horse Taco. And now it's got me like, man, I, I need to subscribe to this. I'm missing out on something. So tell us, again, where can people follow you, listen to you? What can people expect from the Cat Spot moving forward? And tell us about your sponsor, Dark Horse Tackle. That bait right there is money. So Dark Horse Tackle is it's a monthly subscription box. But unlike MTB or Lucky or anything like that, it's all American-owned small business baits. So all that these is the brands, out on this. I mean, yeah, we have so the so there's two great positives of this. One, um, all these baits are either hand painted, handmade, hand tied, hand poured, like everything. It's all from American small businesses. So you're supporting an American small business. Number two, there's multiple reasons. We're gonna go through them. Number two, like that pack of baits he just showed that probably smells like garlic. Uh, ooh, that's dope. Um. Like the Saga S back in the days. You're a little too young bit, for that. Yeah. You're too no. young for that, guys. Oh, not even close. <laughs> but it's uh, it's all these baits. You're not getting trial packs. You're getting full packs of 8, 10, 12 baits into it. plastics, for example. And then hand-painted jerk baits, crankbaits, topwaters. Um, so there's that. And then the third thing is if you don't have a huge tackle. Like Brad's not like me. I'm a tackle hoe. Like, this is just my life. Are you kidding me? He just showed every single scene for the last six months. He's out of the place. He was like but, waiting in front of his camera just to. But the one thing. Do ask me about this? One the thing with that is, I've always been this guy who's had all these baits and I've got yeah. baits. Brad's been in my basement and he says, I can, I can stock a tackle <laughs> store and I can. Put the lotion uh, in the basket. Uh, yeah, it, it's pretty much that. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, sometimes I chain him up down here. But anyway. Um, <laughs> But Brad, he didn't have a huge tackle like collection. But now with these I boxes, I, I mean, you kind of do though, because with these boxes, you're getting six there to ten boxes. Every, ooh, there's a Rico. That's money. It's the best, one of the best topwater spooks you can buy. But um, it, it helps if you don't have a lot of stuff. You're getting good quality stuff, and you're not just buying 
you know, cheaper stuff and you're not just getting trial packs from other things. You're getting some really good baits from really great companies that we like to work with. My main swim bait supplier now, I found him in a dark horse box, dark corner baits. He's one of the best swim bait painters I've ever seen, talked to. Great guy, Blake over there. And uh, I mean, I just ordered from him again. I would have never known who he was, though, without the dark horse box. So, I mean, it's just it's just cool. With everything they've got. That's awesome. Yeah. Brad, anything you want to add to that? And where can people got follow you and listen? And uh, what can they expect moving forward with the catch? Nothing, nothing to add about Dark Horse other than it's an awesome box. Like Matt said, I was not a tackle junkie, but getting that box every month, it's like Christmas Day for me. I love it. Um, you can find our podcast on Apple, Spotify. Uh, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and there's Google Podcast. Google, yeah. Yeah, and if you guys can't find us, because I know it's kind of hard to find our podcast right now, if you search, just reach out to me. I'll hit you with the link, because I have a link for all that stuff. Awesome. Well, guys, thank you yep. so much. Again, appreciate you guys taking the time. Looking forward to what you guys got coming. Your podcast, and you know you're always welcome to come uh, here to Texas and Look for some green, big green machines and kind of oh, get out of that small rut. Yeah, it, it would be. I mean, I love, don't get me wrong, I could fish smallmouth the rest of my life. But me and Brad have been talking. We want to take some trips. Yep. So that's the end game them. for our podcast making that, that, money so we can take trips. Pretty much. Yeah. Cause <laughs> we still have to hit you up. We got to get to Jimmy. We got to get to people in Florida. I've got to get to my buddy out in California. Well, our buddy got to get the Shane out in California. So there's, there's, there's Chris Aldane invited me out to Texas. I was like, heck yeah, dude, let's go. No, dude, Chris Aldane invited you. Gotta go. He's lying. I'm <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we'll end it up here. But for those out there listening or watching, we appreciate it. Remember, where your PFD if you're going to be in the water, if you're going to have a couple of beers. Like I always say, the name of the podcast is Bass Hack and Beers, but I still want you to be responsible when you're on the water. So make sure you make it back home to your loved ones, everyone. Have a great day. Peace out. Peace.